Winning the day of adversity, Proverbs 24. Proverbs 24, verse 10. All right, you look at it, it says, If thou faint in the day of adversity, thy strength is small. If thou faint in the day of adversity, thy strength is small. If thou faint in the day of adversity, thy strength is small. Now, take a look at this verse of scripture and let's do some considering, all right? So then, in the day of adversity, are you supposed to, which one is more important to look at? The adversity or your strength? He says, in the day of adversity, he said, if you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. Which one are you supposed to be paying attention to? The day of adversity or your strength? Your strength. Because you can quote this scripture as, if your car cannot go far, your engine is bad. Which one are you supposed to focus on? Your car not going far or your engine? Do you know all Christians are focusing on the day of adversity and not their strength? See, the word of God is for doctrine, is for reproof, is for correction. Today, I'm going to be correcting some things. Correction. That's the reason why the day of adversity comes and some people are flat on the ground. They're flat on the ground. If you faint in the day of adversity, so winning in the day of adversity, when the day of adversity comes, it does not come, all right, to destroy you. It, can, it comes to test your strength. What's responsible for this, all right? What's responsible for this? Fainting in the day of adversity and your strength be small. What's responsible for this? For a lot of Christians, is the mentality of having receiving something from God. I know God will do it. They're not focusing on their strength. If you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. Too many Christians vacillate. Vacillate. One time I was talking about, I think that's what led me to preach on, on, on depression in 2019. That's what, I that's what made me preach going on to maturity. Because I, I made some statements when people thought I was insensitive. They, as I said, they believe the word of God. They don't. How can you be in church for four years? They call people who have depression, you came out. Four years. What have you been doing? It's like you never expected it. Well, I'm serious. And, and so it's not every day God comes to pamper you. First of all, I need to understand that your strength is from the basics. Your strength is from the basics. What I'm saying, somebody could be, could be angry. And someone wants to have the right attitude. So, Lord, I need to change. Because many people are in church, but the word of God is not changing them. The word of God is not changing them. No, no. Think about it. Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, was tempted and scripture had to come out. What makes you think that you'll be excused? When the devil comes to try you, you think you come, check how many, you come to take your attendance. That you are busy doesn't mean you are growing. You cannot, you cannot, you cannot quote, you cannot write down 20 scriptures. Boom. You don't do that test. At least you can be you can be sincere with yourself. I cannot, I cannot, I will not sit you down and be there. Anymore. The moment you find yourself saying things like there was something going on in my house and it was getting to me, you are not growing. You are not growing. You know, there, there, there are two, there are two ways or parts of 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 you know a, 
a man of God's dealing with you. The first part is that he teaches you the word. When he teaches you the word, he has to teach it unadulterated. So even when you're not at that level, he has to teach you the standard. But sometimes some people still need help. So the man of God has to go to their level and pray for them. But I'm just showing the two parts. So we, I can talk about this and finish and say, if you are having this, I will come and let me lay hands on you. It's like that. God gave me a grace to help people. So there is the faith aspect of it where when it comes to the teaching of the word of God, I have to teach you by God's standard. And when it comes to helping you, I have to go to your standard. But as I'm teaching right now, I will just tell you the truth. If you, if you, if you care about your, your advancement and progress, you will listen and make adjustments. Last Sunday, I talked about how when something is happening to you, open your mouth and talk. All right? Now, the way I saw the, the post, I already told the person. Where I saw the post, you know, I told the person, I said, no, it's not like that. It's not like that. It's not like that. You know, some people, I was sick. Look at it. I was sick. The church did not come to visit me, so I've stopped. You see, they think they've said something sensible. No, no, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. The question is, is every facet of our life, have we brought it under submission to the word of God? This is what the word said. He said, if any of you is sick, let him call for the elders of church. He said, the elders of the church should look for him and, and come to his house. Let him call. That person should rather call for the elders of the church. So have you ever found yourself at a point where you thought, you thought that nobody cared about you to look for you? You're not submitted to the word of God. Yeah, you felt like nobody cared about you. Call. I you that today you have not called. This whole week you have not called me. This whole week you have not called me. I remember a guy, a young guy, you know, he said he was waiting from the morning for his PCF leader to wish him a happy birthday. From morning, he didn't, he didn't wish him. He didn't wish him, wish him, wish him. When he was getting to him, he said, he called us PCF leader, I said, please, what's up? <laughs> Where's my birthday? Then I said, that, that, that day we, we had been having some meetings, so then PCF leader had been, you know, Busy, so the person can, but after he said, oh, oh, okay, 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 okay. So he posted him, you know, prayed for him. But you know, amazingly, what God did? Well, the moment the cell leader posted him, I happened to buy some, I, I, I don't really check statuses like that. Buy some reason. I just want to check that cell leader's status. And I said, give me this guy's number. He gave me the number and I called him. He was shouting, he was shouting. <laughs> In fact, when I called him, he was like, uh, hello. You didn't know the number. I said, Pastor, no. <laughs> you know, see, see, you know, he could have been on the other side of it and say, mm, they didn't call me, mm, they didn't call me, they didn't call me. I said, something's why you open your mouth. So, leader, today's the next day, you do not come. Pray for me. <laughs> Simple. Now, when I said it to the person who posted it, the person was saying, no, he's talking about care. And I told, and, 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 so after the service that day, the person told me that, ah, say, you shaded me. And they said, you shaded me. And I said, even, because she was not expecting that, that conversation, I'll come and preach about it. I said, even the one we are talking about, I'll still preach it on Wednesday. That's this one particular one. I'll still preach it on Wednesday. And I said, you know why? I need to delete that pride from you. 
So when somebody posted that, that video online, one, one person came to comment that. Some people don't go to pastor to go and tell their problems because pastor will use that as a topic of preaching. Listen, blessed are you if your problem, eh, its solution is preached. Mm. Eh, what you have, what, do, you, do you think Delilah is happy? Do you think Delilah is happy? That's why I'm speaking right now. That she, she, she. You think Jacob is happy that they said that he went to steal his brother's best? I think he's happy. Of course, of course. There's no way I'll come and say this person. I said, oh, this person said this to me. I will not mention anybody's name. So how did you, you know, have this pride? Your name was not mentioned, nothing, but you still read it. But what I went to say, what, 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 what kind of selfishness is this? You had a challenge. Pastor helped you solve it. Then, Pastor is preaching. He's sharing the word of God. And he's using your challenge as an example. Maybe 25 other people are having the same challenge and I'm not being able to walk up. I, is it my blessing that it was yours that was now used to help everybody? Where is this pride coming from? You're in a very interesting generation, let me tell you. I'm telling you, you're in a very interesting generation. I said today, it's today. I said, your strength is from the basics. Now, I'm going to read a Rhapsody article to you. This Rhapsody article was written by the man of God, 18th April, 2016. I'm going to read it to you. It will help me to enter my message better. Do you know how many times I've been used to preach? Good and bad. I'll give you an example. I came to see Pastor Pastor. You know, I've not paid my tithe for five months. I've not paid my tithe for five months. And Pastor two weeks later said, a guy came to me that he has not paid his tithe for five months. And, you know, and I told him that, how are you ashamed? Just keep a white smile. So nobody knows it is you we are talking about. <laughs> because sometimes people's testimonies do more than even the scriptures we read. So the guy came, I prayed for him, and so, 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 so happened. Of course, I understand um, uh, the ones that are very sensitive. I understand those ones. Maybe the person was sick with a particular sickness. And even that, I would still mention the person's name. It's more than that. But there are some people just, you know, just don't say, you know, where is this pride coming from? I told the person, this one we are talking about. Even if I keep saying, I say, you know what? Tonight, just get ready. <laughs> and that's what I'm laughing. I said, because you need to delete that pride. Too many people that the, the scripture, 1 Corinthians 15, verse 58, is absolutely. 18 April 2016. Okay, let me see. Okay. I got it, 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 I got it. 18 April 2016. The word gives you stability. All right. So, therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as ye know, ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. All right, so this is what Pastor says. He says, too many people are tossed back and forth in life. They are as unstable as water. That's not God's desire for you. He wants you steadfast, stable, consistent, always abounding in the work of the Lord. He wants you firm and stable in your faith. And the word of God is what brings you balance and stability in your life. Hold on, I'll keep this here. I'll, I'll address this thing of depression. You feel empty? Another Matthew 12. I'll come back to the article. Matthew 12. Verse 3. 
But he said unto them, Just a second. I want to read everything. Sorry, verse 40. I'll start from 42. 42. It's 43, rather. 42. Let me start from 42. The queen of the south shall rise up in the judgment with this generation and shall condemn it, for she came from the uttermost parts of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon. And behold, a greater than Solomon is here. Verse 43. Ah, Jesus is speaking. He says, When the unclean spirit is gone out of the man, he walketh through dry places, seeking rest and finding none. So, I want you to understand something about, about you know, um, somebody's going through something, you know, um, probably is having suicidal thoughts, right? The unclean spirit, he said, when the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, that means the unclean spirit can be gone out of a man. So the person came forward. Listen, let me tell you something. We can cast it out 20 times. He will be replaced again. He said, because Jesus Christ is addressing that it can be cast out. He said, when the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walketh through dry places. Right? So the, the, the unclean spirit goes through dry, dry places. Right? The dry places there means um, also, you know, unf- place of unfruitfulness. So it also shows you a parallel. Anytime you see unfruitfulness, you are dealing with unclean spirits. Right? Seeking rest. That means demons seek rest. Where do they find rest? Because they are disembodied, when they find a human host, they have rest. Come on. And find it none. So he goes to dry places. He's looking for a place to rest, but he's not finding any. Verse 44. Then he said, I will return into my house from whence I came out. I will return into my house from whence I came out. And when he's come, he finds it empty, swept, and garnished. How did it become empty, swept, and garnished? It became empty, swept, and garnished because it was cast out. So, where does the unclean spirit go? He goes back to where he was cast out from. When he went there, truly, because he had been cast out, the place was empty, swept, and garnished. So, empty? So, so the, that's how the person says, Oh, Pastor, when you lay down for me, I felt so light. It's like, it's like something, a bed has left. Yes, because the unclean spirit has been cast out, and the place, you know, um, uh, is, is, is empty, swept, and garnished. So the person is so at peace. The person is, is fine. The person is good. And the person goes back home. You know, he's fine. What he doesn't know is that that spirit that's been cast out of him is going to come back. That spirit is going to come back. And when he's coming, he finds it empty, swept, and garnished. Verse 45. Then goeth he and taketh with himself seven other spirits more wicked than himself, and they enter in and dwell there, and the last state of that man is worse than the first. Even so shall it be also unto the wicked generation. So Jesus Christ is explaining how the demons function. He says, he goes back to that place, then he finds it empty, swept, and gone. Now, how did it become empty, swept, and gone? I told you because it was cast out. But why was it still empty? Because it was not supposed to be empty. It was not supposed to be empty. Once that demon stepped out, that person was supposed to become full of the word of God. You heard me say again. I told the choir, I said, you must review promised land. You must understand the message. You must understand the word of God. If, if you cry on stage, the devil doesn't care. I'm quite sorry, that's how it is today. I'm so, ah, this guy is so spiritual. It means nothing. It means nothing. When the challenges come, they're not coming to look for your tears. They come to test what you are made of. 
It has the word of God inside you. But you cannot quote the scripture. It means the, that, that you cannot quote it means number one, it's not in your heart. Clean spirit. I said, in the day of adversity, you're not supposed to focus on the adversity. They said, people, nah, the challenges, the challenges I'm going through. No, it's not the adversity. I don't even know the problem. He says, if you feel in the day of adversity, it's your strength that is small. So you don't focus on how big the challenge is. You're focusing on your strength. Because if your strength is not small, the day of adversity will come and come and meet you standing. I said, your strength is from the basics. Your strength is from the basics. We don't get strength. You know, and, and you know, there are some people, they, they look like they know the Bible. They don't. Let me give you that. They have big revelation. They can rhyme with the Bible. They can rhyme. If you don't sow, you'll be low. If you don't acquire, you will desire. <laughs> and the person can even be a leader. The person can even be a leader. You can do a microphone inside or share something with us for 10 minutes. We'll be shouting. Listen, even non-believers can preach. Even non-believers can preach. There was a guy, he attended church here for three months before he got born again. So if you come and see him, tell you, think he's born again. He's not born again. Three months before he got born again. The word of God. I've attacked her too much. Creative art. Let me tell you something. Now, at least I've attacked her so you know that it's for everybody. It's all right. So let me come to creative art. Some of them, throughout my growing ministry, some of the most struggling people are creative art people. I'm not saying you will struggle. This place, you don't do that. I'm telling you. You know why? Because, one time I asked ask, ask God a question. You was in Lagos. I asked God a question. I said, these people dance, they dance, they dance. Why is there no progress in your life? And then one day, God didn't answer me. One day, something happened. One day, when the programs were listening to Pastor, when listening to Pastor Chris, I said, let me step out and use the washroom. Now, there are speakers living in the washroom, so um, I knew that I would still be hearing. So, in LC, where in LCA, I stepped out. These creative people were outside and they were talking and eating and eating. They said, We know we are inside India. It's up, it's up to us. They are, waiting for, they are waiting for their time to come and clack, clack, clack. <laughs> As you are doing that, then the devil will be inside. Clack, clack. You know, this one, I'll get him. I'll get him. Then, three months later, a challenge came. Maybe then, uh, why is my life like this? That was good him. I said something last Sunday. I said, you can, you can be taking pictures in church and not take a picture of your future. So, as they are, as they are preaching, they are sharing the word. They are, you know, as they are sharing the word, the guy is doing crack, crack, crack. He said, he's not hearing anything. <laughs> the saddest part is a cell leader who doesn't know the Bible. He said, the saddest part is a cell leader who doesn't know the Bible. Doesn't know any scripture. Every time they said that, they said that, they said that. No weight. You are not weighty. No weight. If you faint in the day of adversity, it's your strength that is small. I was sitting down with Pastor Lockhart. Wait, do, do, you know, do you know the kind of challenges we have gone through? We are standing like this. I don't tell the challenges. We never hear us lamenting. Why? We are full of the word of God. You pinch us, the scripture will come out. It's hard. It's so hard for me anything to happen and not think of the scripture. It's so hard. It's not because of my pastor. It's so hard for a scripture to... 
And Pastor was telling me, was telling me, because the people who have, you know, have stood, was telling me, he said, when he was growing up in Christianity, he was doing Bible before breakfast. Bible before breakfast. Those are the things that stabilize you. Vacillating, vacillating, vacillating. You were telling me, you were, um, you, like when you started pastoring, you were thinking, praying about growth. Hmm? Praying about, and what did God tell you? Give me a microphone. What did God tell you? The Spirit of God asked you to write everything you knew about the subject of grace. And what will happen? You can assume you know. You can assume you know. Can you assume you know the thing? Luke chapter 6. When there's an inner conflict, eh? you're thinking of something that is going on inside. What is going on inside? If God came to tell you something, will you take it? Or your problem will more magnify it than his solution. All right. Let's go to from verse 46. Luke chapter 6 from verse 46. Now, there's the, the same scripture as in Matthew 7, but I want to show you. He said, why, why call ye me Lord, Lord, and do not the things which I say? Hold on. He says, why do you call me Lord, and you do not do the things I say? That means, you could, come on. Oh, Jesus, oh, Jesus, I'm going to church. Why call ye me Lord, and you do not do the things that I say? That means my word is more important than you calling me Lord. Why call ye me Lord, and you do not do the things that I say? I asked the question this morning. I said, what's your relation with the word of God? You have a relation with the word of God. For example, maybe you, you, you feel confused. You feel confused. But you read John 8, verse 12. It says, I'm the light of the world. Anyone who follows me shall not walk in darkness. Do you still say you are confused? Do you still think you are confused? Or you look at that scripture and say, if I'm following the light of the world, then I don't walk in darkness. I don't walk in darkness. So you might still feel confused, but what's your relationship with that scripture? Do you still magnify your problem over the scripture? Oh, you still you are magnifying your, the scripture about the problem. All right, go back to Luke chapter 6. Before I say, and why call you me Lord, Lord, and do not the things which I say? I mean, if you call me Lord, you are supposed to do the thing that I say. Then he now puts it in perspective, verse 47. Whosoever cometh to me and heareth my sayings and doeth them. So the first one, he comes to me. Then two, he heareth my sayings. And three, he doeth them. He said, I will show you to whom he is like. Who is he like? Verse 48. He is like a man which built a house and dig deep. Come on. Dig deep. He's a man which built a house and dig deep. He's a man which built a house. So his Christianity is like he's building a house. But first he had to do what? Dig deep. He dig deep and laid the foundation on a rock. And when the flood arose, he didn't say if the flood arose. He said when the flood arose because in every man's life, the flood will arise. You cannot pray it away. When the flood arose, the stream beat violently upon that house and could not shake it, for it was founded upon a rock. So how come it shook you? Something is wrong with the foundation. I say you're strength from the basics. In building, you are into building as well, right? In, in building, what's basic? Foundation. With, if you don't have foundation, we can't even talk about building. It's not it's a subject. When the right foundation, there's no subject of building. So basic, they dig deep. They dig deep. You see that they are digging foundation. Digging foundation. Because they are digging deep because of how high they want the, the, the house to be. So the height is determining the depth. Dig deep. So people's knowledge of the word of God is not in depth. Now, 
Don't be looking for big revelation. It's not necessary. Some people are just looking for big revelation. Then they will go there. Big revelation. They want to say something big in the corridors of the spirit. The spirit. You are. Eh? The, zes, the lexicons of the spirit, the, the sun and the and the and, and the, the, the echoes in the in the mountain of Zion. They are looking for something. No, listen, listen. I know some people. Eh? I know some people. Eh? They don't. They don't do those things. I, I've told you. They don't do those. They don't say this thing. You know, it's the simple scriptures. They just live by it. The simple scriptures. They are solid. They are solid. Even me, I'm inspired. I'm inspired by them. When a pain attacks their body, the first thing they are thinking of is to lay hands on it. It's not like they, they are so full of this thing that they are not thinking. And after taking the medicine, they say, Ew. Ew. No, the pain comes, the first thing is to lay hands on it. First thing. That's how in the word of God. They're not looking at some huge gigantic revelation, gigantic revelation of, you know, the, in, in the Zion, the mountains of Zion, they are the, 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 you are wasting your time. Simple scriptures, live by them. But how can you live by them when you don't even know them? Growing up as a Christian, eh? You see, the, Rhapsody, the theme scripture, I always cram it. How can I know many scriptures? You know, it's, a, it's part of the calling. When you make your pastor and the scriptures come to you, you go ask many pastors, well, we'll tell you off. That come with the calling. You learn the word. I told another person that I will shade him or her. I don't tell you what I said. I told another person I'll shade him or her. I'll shade him or her. That's why I was coming at it. I like to give people high notice. I feel like this is how I am. I feel like stop that. Stop that. Stop that. I feel like, you know, the way I am, I feel like I am like this. I am, I feel like. Found out the scripture about your situation and how God wants. Think about it. He said, Be anxious for nothing. Do you know what it means? Do you know what an anxiety is? It's panic attack. Do you understand what it is? Do you know what it is? It means it is a real thing. God said, It's a real thing that's happening to you. So you are having a panic attack. You are having an anxiety. It is a real thing. But God says, Do not be anxious. Is that not insensitive? But God says, That's the solution. Then he says, be anxious for nothing. Be anxious for nothing. First of all, you need the word of God in your heart. Word of God in your heart is not the word of God in your head. So what? You take the scripture. You wake up in the morning, 30 minutes, you're on it. Be anxious for nothing. Be anxious for nothing. I am anxious for nothing. But in everything, through prayer and through supplication, I make my request known unto God. The peace of God. Is at work in my heart. The peace of God is at work in my heart. The peace of God is at work in my heart. Then you are, you are, you are, you are coming the scripture until anyone who calls you say, Philippians 4 6, be anxious for nothing. And you start quoting it. See, if, if I were to say, say it somewhere that I'm wondering, maybe, why are people, you know, why are you still in the house of God and you still have this situation? It will be as though we are overdoing this thing. But I gave people a right script, and then you realize that they don't know the word of God. So I had. One day, I wrote in my status a long time ago. I was asking a question What do you enjoy? Prayer, word study, meditation, and worship. 
and PRC worship. Everybody worship. And you ask them why? Uh, it's the fees. Because when they worship, they feel like. And that same thing they are feeling, selling the can do it for them. Let's go back to the rhapsody. Am I too hard today? Pastor continues to say, to be a stable person, you see, stable. To be a stable person, you have to become stable in the word. Oh. To become a stable person, you have to become stable in the word. Some people are easily moved and dissuaded from the faith by what they see and hear. You went home. You become a judge. You went home. The man said, there's no money for fees. Then everything you learned in church. <laughs> I don't know what to do with my life. I feel like I should have been dead. The moment you are conceived, I, I, was, I was telling them, I said, okay, the demon that is talking to you to commit suicide, why is he not coming to talk to me too? Because he won't commit suicide. That demon, you end up committing suicide. It does, it, does, it does not exist. I'm stable. I know that I know that there is hell. I don't like it. To begin with. I don't like it either. How am I going to kill myself and go to hell? You see, so you are thinking of the devil is talking to you about it because he knows that you don't even believe that there is hell. You don't like to go into hell. But the thing is that's not ended. The suffering you want to run away, but it does not end. You go you enter into hell with it. But you don't even believe the scriptures. That's to start with. It should let you know you don't believe it. That, why is he not talking to me? The devil wants to tempt me. He knows the things to use. And yeah, a, so become a stable person, you have to be step, become stable in the word. Some people are easily moved and dissuaded from the faith by what they see and hear. They run their lives on the basis of their emotions and experiences. Underline it. Have they aligned, underlined it? Uh-huh. Look for it. Uh-huh. Emotions and experiences. And I feel like, hmm? I think like, I feel like I'm like this. Uh-huh. I, feel, I think I feel like I am like this. I think I feel like, I feel like it. <laughs> I became sad because Pastor <laughs> Eno gave me an assignment. I couldn't do it. I feel like I'm disappointed you were a proud person. <laughs> You're a proud person. You know what? What you could not do. Just come back, learn it well, and go again. That's all. Why are you letting the devil capitalize on that? The thing you, you said, I was going to do this. I was going, I was going to do this. I will do this thing. All your powers. You did it. You pray. You did. You did. You did. He said, if you faint in the day of adversity, he said, just go and check your strength. You see, we do that with every every other thing naturally, but then when it comes to spiritual things, then we are behaving basic. If I was driving and my car stopped on the way, would I start? Would I kill myself? No, I would just go and <laughs> no, I would go out and go and open it to see what is the problem. Go back there. Every little thing shakes the effect. I have not eaten. Shaking of feet. Come, I'll give you one. Buy Gary, buy granite, sugar, put a little milk in it. Eat it first. Tomorrow we go again. We apply the faith again. I was teaching a, to- a topic in Model Church about mastery. You see, the thing Pastor Simon taught you about faith is not wrong. With you. Just like somebody came to tell you, this is the recipe for Jollof. Rice, this, 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 this. It doesn't mean your first time you get it correct. 
That's mean your first time. Because he has just told you. When you try it, you will see where you got it wrong. Then you, want, you try it again. And you try it again. You try it. Then one day, people will now contract you that do your law for my wedding. You see? You know? But you, some people, they, they just heard something about faith. You speak it, and that's it. You speak it, that's it. They also go and speak it, and it didn't happen. I feel like my faith is not working. What is wrong with me? What's wrong with you? You put yourself together, we go again. Okay, I could not do this. Okay, fine, we go again. I'll do it like I'm able to do it. You cannot talk me down. I will do the thing. If God said it is correct, I'll do it. I'll get it. Every little thing shakes their faith. Like I was saying something, I said, there are some people too, you see, it's because their knowledge is not is not uh, intact in the scripture. You see, they are so, they vacillate. I'll give you an example. In 2021, you could not pay your fees. Not you, I mean the person. The person could not pay his or her fees. Then 2022, someone is paying the person's fees. Then the person is sitting down. If you are here, and you are struggling in life, come forward, then the person will stand up. You are very ungrateful. And you don't know where you are in life. In 2021, you could not pay it. In 2022, someone is paying. Is that not progress? In 2021, your salary from where you were working is 700 Ghana. No, in 2021, you were jobless, not you, the person. In 2021, the person was jobless. In 2022, his salary is 700 Ghana city. Even though it is not enough, when they call you are struggling, you cannot come forward. And some people do the thing and not Coca-Cola. If they call, no matter what they call, they'll come out. No matter what it's called, forget it, they'll come out. Someone say, I'm strong in the Lord. Say, I'm strong in the word of God. Some shit. Everything I do. We used to walk to church. We used to walk. Walk. We used to walk to church. We're not saying why is our faith. We are learning faith, but still we're working with death. Why? Because we are still learning the thing. When we caught it, we moved. When we caught it, we moved. There was a time if we have ten cities, man. <laughs> uh, ten. <laughs> you know the reason why when I'm coming to church and I see people walking, I pick them. Because I remember so well. When we were walking to church, there was this straight road from Las Palmas to Aveno Church. When we get there, you are walking home, but you are just hoping someone will pick you. So as you are walking like this, you are looking, you are looking. If a brethren passes and the person didn't see you, Charlie, uh, you look at the journey, you know, we still move, we still move, we still move, we still move. All right. Never find yourself in that class. Say, I'm not in that class. You see that? I'm not in that class. Everything shakes you. Everything moves you. Everything, everything. Something shakes you. You want to cry? You cry three minutes? Jesus Christ cried. After crying, he stood up and said, Lazarus, come out. You don't cry yourself to stupor. Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, Yeah, if you like crying at that time, you cry. Cry, fine, that's fine. Jesus wept. John 11. Jesus wept. So he cried. After crying, he said, Father, in the name of Jesus, I change this thing. 
Father, in the name of Jesus, it cannot be so. Father, in the name of Jesus, I move from this level. Father, but you are turning into this thing. Deba. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> Father. God is looking at this guy. What's wrong with this guy? I've been in church for four years. I don't be in church for one year. Maybe you, you might not. Even that one safe. Put yourself on scripture every day. Now, the first camp we had as a church, you remember? I made them quote Luke chapter 1 from verse 1. Verse 5. Quote it. Eric, Beck, all, they quote, you can't quote scripture. You can't work with me. Don't work with me. All right? Then he says, believe with all your heart that the scriptures will give you light. He says, you have to believe with all your heart that the scriptures will give you light. See, the word of God, let me tell you something. You know why I could do, the word of God could do that for me? Because the word of God means something to me. It didn't mean anything to me. I just read the, like God doesn't know what I'm going through. I feel like I'm like this. Believe with all your heart that the scriptures will give you light and direction. And that it holds a solution to every problem. Oh, it holds a solution to every problem. The word of God holds a solution to every problem. Say the word. Holds the solution to every problem. Say, oh, come on, say the word. Oh, someone say the word. Holds the solution to every problem. Say, I don't have a special problem. Yeah. People don't have special problems. They only have special ignorance. And some, they feel good when they magnify their problem. It's like they want you to know that. Do you know? Do you know what I am going to do? You know. Okay. We'll definitely find a solution in the scripture. No, 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 no. Do, do you know? They, they have immediately just thrown the word of God out of the way. They are not ready for any solution. All right. We continue. Therefore, irrespective of the troubles, adversities, and challenges, remain steadfast. Right? And this remaining steadfast is not a head thing. It's not a head thing. It's, a, it's, a, it's from your heart. It's not a head thing. It's from your heart. Who here, you read the whole Bible before? The whole Bible. The whole Bible. Only one person. No company with any problem. Do you need a Bible? You are lightweight. Well, I said, don't come to me. You can still come. You can come. But you know what I mean. See, you, you, your concerns are not valid. Do you understand me? Your concerns are not valid. Tonight's service is a call to seriousness and a call to growth. Personal growth in the Word of God. When you, when you read Rapture, there's one year Bible reading plan. Why don't you read it? Why don't you read it? I said, the problems in my family are weighing me down. It will weigh you down. It will weigh you down because you are light. It will weigh you down. Every light with it weighs you down. Trust the word. He said, be unshakable. Trust the word. Put your faith in it. Believe it. Be firm with the message of the gospel. Become so inundated with the word until the word alone is all you think, talk, and live out. Did you see that? Or, or you don't like the message? You want quick miracle? Sometimes you call, you call a, a leader, a cell leader. Come and say something on the stage. You can say, oh, oh baby. This one doesn't read the Bible. The word of God is not in you. Studying the scriptures. You know, there's something about the scriptures that when you want to be wise, study the Bible. Some wisdom will just 
This thing I'm saying you should do. Will it come to you naturally? No. It will take a discipline. You take your rhapsody. After reading the rhapsody, you say, today I'm going to memorize this scripture. 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 This opening scripture, I'm going to memorize it. Therefore, ye beloved. Therefore, ye beloved. Be steadfast. Immovable. Always abounding the work of the Lord. Be steadfast. Immovable. Always abounding the work of the Lord. You are memorizing the scripture. You are memorizing the scripture. You are memorizing the scripture. You are thinking the scripture. You are memorizing the scripture. You know the scripture of it. That day, if anybody asks you, what scripture? You know, say, oh, you start quoting the scripture. Start quoting the scripture. Assignment. Write the assignment down. Go and memorize John chapter 1 from verse 1 to 14. John chapter 1 from verse 1 to verse 14. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. You memorize it, you call it. You, I, I, I will inspect it. You trust me, I will inspect it. One day I will just appear in church. Uh-huh. John chapter 1, verse 1 to 14. Yes, Sunday service, I will do it. I probably will start this Sunday. Someone is saying, ah, then I'm not coming to church. You see your head. <laughs> He says, become so inundated with the word until the word alone is all you think, talk, and live out. Seven crises isn't in vain. God isn't unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love. The Bible says, be ye also patient. Establish your hearts for the coming of the Lord draweth nigh. This is one of the reasons we minister and bring the word to you every day. It's so that your faith can increase and be established upon the truth. Until you become perfect, unshaken, and complete, such that no matter what happens, you are courageous, vibrant, and fervent for the Lord. Hallelujah. Did you hear that? All right, let's take the prayer. Dear Father, your word gives me strength and ministers courage to my spirit. I am steadfast. Vibrant and fervent in spirit. Today and always. Irrespective of the tests, trials and persecutions that may come my way. My faith is strong and active and prevails over circumstances. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's look at this scripture, Second Peter. So you know what you should do, right? Because if the word is not in you and you are praying, you are wasting your time. Because some people, that's what they No scripture. God, you know, <laughs> prayer is not telling God your problems. Prayer is taking God's word back to him. Me, I will tell God my problems. Me, I will tell God my problems. You've been telling him since. Even the angels, your files, they are, they are taking you to God. And when they see your name, they say, Abner Usu. Just put it here. Angels are tired. But when you speak, you say, Father, you said. <laughs> then heaven, heaven is hearing. Heaven is here. Father, you said. Heaven is here. They said I said something. No. Let me check it. You know, that's, oh, oh, God, why? <laughs> they said, Angel Mustafa, remove the microphone from this lady's mouth. <laughs> All right. Second Peter chapter 1, verse 11. 
For so an entrance shall be ministered unto you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Verse 12. Wherefore, I will not be negligent to put you always in members of these things, though you know them. You see, I'll put you in members of these things. Even though you know them, he said, and be established in the present truth. Be established in the present truth. Be established in the truth of God's word. Be established in the truth. Established in the truth. Acts chapter 20, verse 32. And now, brethren, I commend you to God. Brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up. So the word is what builds you up. I said, when you are checking that, don't, uh, you are checking what's wrong, you don't check the adversity, you check the strength. The word is able to build you up. So if, if you are not in full of the word of God, what happens? You are not built up. You are lightweight. The word of God is able to build you up. When you see people who, are, who, who know the word of God, they are stable. They are solid. You hear them say things like, I was reading a scripture and it said, I was reading a scripture and, and the scripture said, I was listening to, I was listening to a message and it said, I was listening to a message and it said, all their life is God said, God said, God said, God said, God said, solid. 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 Don't magnify their problems. Above God's solutions. Who has a question? Yeah, thank you. Someone has a question there. Um, my question is about having a word in your heart. Yes. So um, there are times when you read the word, like you know it in your head, but then there's this gap. I don't know if everybody else feels the same way, but sometimes, like you know, let's say you know that the word tells us that by his stripes we are healed. So we have the healing, right? We know that we have it according to his word. Where is, like, I, I know it's in my head. Like, I've heard the scripture, I've read it. It's in my head, but I'm sick and I'm saying it. Or I'm feeling sick and I'm saying it and it's not, I'm not seeing what I know. How, how do you translate what is in your head to your Into heart? your heart. Yeah. Beautiful. Now, no, you stand so that I can see when I can talk to you face to face. I know many Christians who are in this place where what's in their head, what's in their head is not translating to their experience. The Bible talks about Jesus Christ. He was teaching and showing the things of the kingdom, the glad time of the kingdom. That means teaching must be shown. So anything that's in your head that you are not seen in manifestation is only telling you that you don't actually know it. That's the first step. Now, I like to acknowledge things like that because they helped me to grow. In 2020, from 2019, I could fall, I could fall sick. Right? I could fall sick from 2018, 19. I noticed that I have grown my faith in many aspects of my life, but when it came to my health, I had a gap. In my understanding. So you know what I did? I sat with it. I said, I have to deal with this thing. Because at the beginning of 2020, I fell ill again. I just knew that I had to deal with this thing. Right? Now, it's not strange. Don't think it's strange that I feel sick. The man of God, Pastor Chris, said, when he knew about divine life and was confessing it, they used to still carry him to the hospital. All right? Now, those things doesn't mean anything like, ah, no, 
I'm bad. Or, no, 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 no. It just helps you to understand. At least it's a code that you are dealing with. At least good exercise. Before the devil throws something bigger at you later. So, what did he do? You have to now move what is in your head into your heart. How? Meditation. Meditation can be a day. Meditation can be for months. You can stay on one scripture for months until your heart gets a hold of the word. And the thing, someone say, how will I know when my heart has gone on the hold of the word? No, when your heart gets hold of the word, you don't ask me that question. It's like a victory note. Nobody, nobody can tell you something. You can't tell me something else. Is I know that, no, I have this thing. So you know what? At this time, 2020, lockdown. I'm lying down and my parents had already carried me to a hospital and brought me back, but nothing was changing. So you know what? I need to go to basics, basics, basics. There's a message. I won't tell you which message it is. ABC of faith. I sat with it. Of course, it's a, it's a man of God that the man of God, Pastor Chris, approved to listen to. So. so I was lying down, listening to the message. Now, everything the pastor was saying, I knew every one of them. I knew all the scriptures. So my pride can be, oh, I know this thing. I don't know it. Like my humility at that point will help me. I was listening to it like, I've never known. You go to Romans chapter 12. Mm, Romans chapter 12. It's like I never know it in my life. I'm just listening. I'm just listening. I've, I've shared the testimony time and again. There was just one scripture. God, I was now listening. God, I needed to know this thing. Why one scripture he mentioned? That's how I got out of the sick bed. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Then the other one. The Lord is the strength of my life. And he shared his testimony of how doctors have told him that he can never carry a heavy thing because he has been sick and bedridden all his life. He said he should never carry a heavy thing, otherwise he will die. But that time there was an economic problem in, in the US and one of the things that will make you get money is missing work. So he goes to the side, he also wants to make some money because there's an economic problem. So he's meditating on this scripture. The Lord is the strength of my life. That means my strength cannot do it, but you know, the scripture has has done something to his heart. So now, he knows that he's going to live this thing not by his strength, because the doctor said his strength cannot. So he said, the Lord is the strength of my life. So he's carrying this by the strength of the Lord. So he carries the thing. You know what? The thing just opened to me. I said, the Lord is the strength of my life. Now, this time I've been bedridden. I cannot walk from upstairs, downstairs. I cannot walk. All of a sudden, I just stood up. I stood up. Now, when I stood up, did I still feel dizzy? Yes. But I said, the Lord is the strength. Because I'm, at this point in time, it is a leap on the way, not a leap in the dark. So I stood up. The Lord is the strength of my life. Let me tell you, I don't know when. In between upstairs and the kitchen. I don't know the point at which I became strong. I can't tell. All of a sudden, in the midst of going, the Lord is the strength of my life. I stood up. I, I just noticed that I've become strong. That's how I, I, I dealt with the thing. So, I just knew that at this particular point where I had a gap, don't wait. Listen, you prepare for war in the time of peace. Don't wait till you fall sick before you start working on it. These are things that you should get to know at the basic. It's meditation. Now, I said, when it comes to meditation, you can be on one scripture 
for months. Depending on many things. For example, sometimes the reason why it takes long for one scripture to permeate your heart is because culture, tradition, so many things have, are surrounding your heart. So the word of God is first of all dealing with those things. It's not here. So maybe you came and you were already in the negatives. So as the word of God is coming, it's playing the negative first before you now start going positive. So maybe you were negative 100. When the word of God starts coming to you in church, you are now at negative 55. You think it's not progress. You are making progress. Now, studying the word of God and meditating are two different things. They are two different things. Another way I do meditation is this. I can be speaking in tongues. Eh? Speaking in tongues. And the scripture is in my mind. And the scripture is in my mind. I'm speaking in tongues. From time to time, I'll quote the scripture. Time to time, I'll quote the scripture. I can. Because sometimes I like to just be, keep it busy. The Lord is the strength of my life. I'm just, I'm driving it. Because anytime you speak in tongues, what you do is that you, you soften your spirit to receive. Have you noticed anytime you have really prayed, the message just enters quick? Yes. Have I answered you? I'll take one more question. I'll take one more question. Okay, you want to ask a question too? But let him finish. Maybe he might ask a question. Maybe. I don't know. Thank you for this opportunity, sir. So please, in Psalm 105, 19, you've taught out this scripture many times. Say that until the time his word came, talking about Joseph, the Bible says that the word of the Lord tried him. It said during the miracle service, Joseph spoke about seasons. So he said, please, does that mean that when you are a Christian and then you are putting the word of God to work and it seems it's not working, is it because it's not that your faith is not working, but just that your time has not come, your season has not come? I've thought about it and I wanted to ask you. All right. I understand your question. All right. Now, this is it. Joseph had the word of God in him. You have to get that. Because when Pharaoh called him forth, he said, "Uh, My Lord, it is not in me to give you an answer. God shall give you an answer. Joseph had the word of God in him. His wisdom was God's wisdom. He had the word of God in him. Okay. Now, if he didn't have the word of God in him, the day that opportunity was presented to him, he would lose it. He will not get it. You understand? So, knowing the scripture, like I'm telling you that, go and cram scriptures. Be cramming scriptures. Uh, Bible before breakfast. As I'm telling you, as I'm telling you, as I'm telling you like this, don't think that when you do it for the next one month, uh, uh, a brand new cow will appear in front of your house. No, I'm the result of your meditation. No. 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 You are doing it for your strength. The day will come. All that thing you've learned, you'll be given the opportunity. And remember, I said, if you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. That means you are supposed to be building strength before the day of adversity. So our life is a life of the word of God. He says that man shall not live by what? Bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. So our life is a life of the word. We are not using the word to get something. Our life is a life of the word. Because when a good opportunity appears, what is in our hearts? Obviously, the horse is prepared again the day of battle. It's about victories of the Lord. When opportunity presents itself, what is in your heart? What's in your heart? But you know what the Bible said? Jesus was taken, was driven by the Spirit. <laughs> you don't understand. 
Jesus was driven by the Spirit of God into the wilderness. He didn't say to go and fast and pray. We are the ones who say he went to fast and pray. The purpose the Spirit drove into the wilderness is to be tempted of the devil. Read the Bible. Luke chapter 4. God, God took him into the, this one. Wilderness, he said, for temptation. That they should tempt him. His own son. And Jesus, being full of the Holy Ghost, returned from Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. Verse 2. Being 40 days. Hmm? Being 40 days fasting. Being 40 days fasting. The reason he went to the wilderness was to be tempted. So adversity came to him. It is written. Second one, it is written. Third one, it is said. So I mean, what if you didn't have anything written? Any PCF leader who cannot write 20 scriptures, you should be sacked. So you can see God didn't take him there to go and fast. Eh? He was sent there to go and tell the devil. And he decided to fast. Because he knows he's going to temptation. He decided to, he, to be in fasting mood. And the beautiful thing, when he came out from the wilderness, 40 days, after the 40 days being tempted with the devil, the Bible says that the power of the Spirit See, he came in the power of the Spirit. Because his fame spread abroad. So there's always that time where adversity will come to a person and it's come to test your strength. When you pass it, you enter to another level. <laughs> I've answered you. That adversity comes to test us as children of God. It is bound to happen to us. Yeah, adversity, yeah, you cannot change it. Can we ask why? 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 But I just explain it. <laughs> no, if... Okay, let me just... You went to school, right? What did you read? Public administration. Public administration. Are you a public administrator? Are you, are you still in school? No. What are, what are you doing? Travel consultant. Your travel consultant. You know why they, they give you exams? Test us. Yeah? Test us. They give you exams to test you. Why? <laughs> to score us, uh, to assess our ability, to, our understanding of um, what we studied in school. So, in other words, they are telling you that you are not a good student. Everybody is not a good student. They are telling you that. They say, I'm a good student. They say, okay, write this thing. You went to medical school. They will tell you, you are not a doctor. Ah, but I came here to be a doctor. I've learned. I'm a, I'm a doctor. Okay, write this thing. Adversity. If God doesn't allow adversity to his children, he will raise weaklings. Of course, some will be casualties because they didn't, they didn't work on their strength. But exams, some are casualties. <laughs> test. Do you understand test? Test. You are in school. And so it's easy. Test. Go ask your teachers why they made you write test. 
You need to write tests because they are telling you you are not the thing. You are not the thing. Say, no, I am the thing. Let's not argue. Right. <laughs> Have I answered you? Yes. 